successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Brill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. Hosted by yours truly, Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 AM KMBZ. I appreciate you joining us again this week for Grill Nation Show. You're listening via the website, grillnationshow.com, or on a podcast. I appreciate it as well. Big show today. We'll get to that in just a second. Stay tuned. I want to thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. The title sponsors of the show are Trusts, MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Advisors. Contributors and on-air uh, contributors and co-hosts are the Rieger uh, KC, Jay Rieger and Co. Ryan maybe joins me every other month. One Light Luxury Apartments and Reactor Design Studios and Clifton Alexander, guest co-host partner and on-air contributor. He will be my guest today. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation. So I'm also available on other social media handles. Just search for Jason Grill. I love hearing from you all and I appreciate you joining us each and every week. The feedback has been great. So uh, whether it's good or bad, keep it coming because we want to put together a great show for you each and every week. As mentioned, our one of our great on-air contributors of the show is Clifton Alexander from Reactor Design Studios. The website is reactorkc.com. He's joining me today for the show. How are you doing, Clifton? I'm doing great. Busy. Good to see you again. You've yeah. been a busy man. I know you've been traveling a lot. Getting ready to do some more travel. we got uh, Washington, D.C. coming up this weekend. I've got about half, uh, a third of our team is going to be out there working on a big client on-site mm-hmm. deal with this big conference we're doing. and. Then a couple weeks after that, I'm going on a vacation. <laughs> yes. I, me and my wife need a vacation. To so Alaska. That, to Alaska. Just me and the wife, 15-year anniversary, and uh, kids are going to stay home and enjoy the heat, and we're going to be off, uh, I don't know, climbing glaciers with polar bears and So is your wife like into that, so. uh, the outdoors, I guess, then? Yeah, yeah, totally. She's I mean, we're not, we, don't like, we don't go camping and stuff like that all the time, but um, we love to be adventurous, and when we went to Costa Rica, we did all the everything outdoorsy adventure you can imagine we're going to do that again here in alaska coming up so pretty cool lots of hiking where do you go there kayaking all that kind of fly into anchorage we're going to fly into anchorage then we get on the boat in uh south of anchorage seward alaska and uh then we'll hit juno ketchikan icy straight point um now did you plan this trip uh yes okay it's all those cities yeah. I've never heard of, so congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now, part of that is part of the uh, cruise boat kind of deal. Oh, so yeah. you get on the, the cruise boat basically becomes your floating hotel, so you don't have to change hotels every single night. Um, but you can go and experience things like salmon fishing and crab catching and bear sighting and all that stuff. When you head <laughs> to these towns, right, there's not a lot of roads, and it would take yeah. you forever to drive through yeah. all those towns. Yeah. So you jump on the boat, you go to the next town over, you do all those crazy things, and then you get back on the boat, you know. Um, and then we end up in Vancouver. So I've got a whole Great day, city. a whole day extra in Vancouver that we're looking forward to and no idea what we're going to do there, but heard it's a cool city. So yeah, beautiful city. Fly home from Vancouver. 
Very so, cool. So you're busy. Busy. Uh, um, you'll have a good time in D.C., great city as well. Love D.C. Every time I go there, I, I do something interesting and different. And, you, know. <laughs> you, 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 go through, you go through tunnels. Yeah, we talked Smith about the tunnels last time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. So on today's show, what are we going to talk about? We're going to have uh, two of your interns coming in here yep. shortly uh, that joined you in the spring at Reactor Designs, too. Really interesting people with uh, different stories and, and really good work product from everything I understand. So just be a good different type of perspective of, of – I don't know, kind of what it's like working in a in a design studio like ours, what are, a little bit of what our culture is like, but just kind of the the differences in in some of the day to day things and and the dynamic that interns bring to our team and how important that is for us. Mm-hmm. And kind of really get to know them and yep. talk about their experience and why it is important for them as well as yep. why uh, it's important for you guys. Uh, and then we're gonna have some fun. We decided to Something mix different. it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about food. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be a theme for a segment or two on the show. Something totally different. We're going to talk about some of your favorite local restaurants, uh, which I believe will include some taco shops, but I'm not sure yet. Um, and, and not sure. And, and, and how do you actually, uh, deal with clients working lunches mm-hmm. and taking them to interesting places? A little bit different than the typical, uh, scenario. So we just, yeah, just we'll talk about that. It. And then we'll also talk about some things that restaurants should maybe be thinking about doing. Yes. Uh, you mm-hmm. are in the marketing branding design business and some things you've seen out there in your, uh, your, your uh, eating days, I know you go out to eat a lot, uh, <laughs> a lot. that some restaurants are doing really well and some restaurants maybe need to work on. Yep. And there's some philosophies behind that. Oh yeah. So that'll be real interesting to talk about. Uh, excited for that. Um, so what's going on at the company? You uh, have any updates? You, uh, yeah. Three minutes left in this segment. I know you guys we, are doing some some crazy things on Thursdays with happy hours, some Friday lunches. Friday lunch. You know, we, tons of work with clients. All of our daily work is obviously very important to us, and we're really busy right now. This is one of the busiest times of year every year with um, – with the big conference that I just mentioned coming up and we're all going to be in DC and that sort of thing. The whole company's going. Well, three of us will be going. So what's the name of that conference? So it's the national charter schools conference. It's all about, uh, charter schools and education and all that. So I was in Denver last week for a conference myself, uh, for 24 hours and uh, the governor was there and I got to talk to him a lot and they have 260 charter schools in Colorado. I bet we will see a lot of, folks from Colorado at this conference this week. So it's a big conference. It's four or 5,000 people. We do every single piece of the puzzle related to marketing and branding of the conference. So all the signage, all the logos, all the, the, the 150 page program book signage, the convention centers all decked out. You did all that. Um, We do all of that work. And um, it's a, it's a year long process doing that work. And it all culminates with everybody working like mad, crazy kind of leading up to getting there. And then we're on site to make sure that everything goes smoothly while we're on site with the presentations and the graphics and everything going on. And very cool. Um, and it's a little bit of a wind down for us too, as, as the conference people are just winding up for the conference, we're just starting to wind down, which is kind of nice. All the groundwork yeah. in advance. Yeah. All of that. But we had um, a couple of cool things we did was um, is that we're kind of in the awards show season, I guess you could say. And so at the KCDMA, the Kansas City Direct Marketing Awards, and the Kansas City Business Marketing Awards, we took home best of show at both of those. No way. Congrats. Yeah. So Congrats. that was pretty cool. The thing that I love about I saw about you wore an those, orange tuxedo. Is that right? Well, it's a suit that has orange lapels and orange inside is a custom-made <laughs> deal. Um, yeah, so you've seen, you've seen, seen the seen photos. Pictures. Um, the great thing about those types of awards shows is they are, they are not only driven by the creative, they are also driven by the results. 
there are a lot of award shows that only look at pretty pictures and they give people huge awards. These particular shows are based on the results and the way the work looks and how it um, helped the client. And we write big case studies are very intense to put together. But when we can come away with a whole bunch of awards for those and winning a best of show, that to us is like is the icing on the cake because there's other people recognizing that we're also doing really good work for our clients um, and the important things. Cool thing is one of those was a nonprofit, which is pretty cool. And the other one was um, – for a comp- a very large company in town that we did some direct marketing work for. Mm. Um, so we sent out some really amazing kits for their sales team to get their foot in the door for some new clients, and they have actually already won um, over $60,000, $70,000 worth of business just, wow. off of, just off of sending these kits out and getting names in the door and making phone calls and um, getting some people's attention. So that's the kind of work we do, I think, and we're being recognized for it, and that's great for my team. Uh, to be recognized for their hard work, and this is kind of the cool things we do. Kudos to you guys. Yeah, uh, Exciting show today. I'm excited to get going here. We're going to talk to Tyler and Lauren here after the break. We're li- you're listening to Grill Nation Show on KMBZ 980 AM. Thanks for joining us. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill, 980 AM, KMBZ, as well as on GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you joining me via podcast as well on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. You connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. We're continuing our conversation with Clifton Alexander from Reactor Design Studios. This is on Twitter at Cliff Bow. that's B-O, uh, on Twitter, also his website is reactorkc.com. He's a contributor and partner to the Grill Nation show. We're lucky to have him as uh, always the first week of each month. Clifton, welcome back to the show. What's up, my man? How are you? Good. So uh, we talked a little bit in the first segment about the show and uh, really excited to kind of talk about uh, this next subject, which I don't know if we've ever done on this show's history. This is show 110 of Grill Nation and show probably four or 500 of radio experience for me in the studio. Um, we have some guests with us in studio today. We have two of uh, your interns at yeah. Reactor. Uh, we have Lauren Muth and Tyler Price. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Hey. Thank Hi, you. Lauren. Good Hi. to see you. Good to see you. So, Clifton, let's let's kind of talk about this because yeah. we've never done something like this. I'm trying to trying to do something a little bit different. Yeah. You know? So you decided, hey, let's uh, let's bring in some of the interns and yeah, uh, let's get to know them. Yeah. Why not? So why don't we start off with Lauren? Lauren, so tell us about yourself. Hi. Um, my name is Lauren. Um, I'm going to be a senior at KU in this fall, and I'm studying design with a focus in photo media. Um, photo media. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So. That didn't exist when we were in college. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't believe uh, they taught us how to use email back then when I was in school. <laughs> um, cool. So how'd you get connected to this guy? Right. So um, as a part of our program, they're always pushing us to look for internships, as do most colleges and programs. So I kind of started out looking in the design realm, photography kind of things that I was studying, and realized that I'm more interested in the marketing side of it. So I kind of started searching for a company that would allow me to integrate all sorts of 
those aspects and the things that I love to work on. And I came across reactors, so kind of just out of the blue, that was one of the mm-hmm. submissions mm-hmm. I put in. And right away, they called me back and said they'd like to do an interview. And well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So are yeah. you from this area? I am. I'm from Overland Park. Okay, so you knew about kind of Kansas City and right. how everything right. functioned. Uh-huh. That's and Lauren cool. is a uh, multi-talented person, as we found out. Pretty much every, any day, if we need something kind of random, and we just asked Lauren, "Do you know how to do that?" And she goes, "Yes, I she do." Figures it out, right? <laughs> she just does it, right? And it's amazing. So that is cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Tyler, tell us about yourself. Um, I'm Tyler. I'm a senior at the prestigious University of Missouri, Kansas City. Nice uh, local guy. Yeah, I'm a marketing major. I'm pretty excited to graduate in December. So. So you guys, and you're from here too? No. Uh, I've been here for like the last seven years, but I grew up in Texas. Texas. What part of Texas? Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. Texas Tech. Right? Is that where that is? Yeah, that's where that there is. There you go. Um, so how'd you get connected to this guy? Um, well, I was looking for internships for the last year or so, um, and the reactor internship popped up on the UMKC Rue Career Network site, um, and I applied because I was applying for everything I possibly could, and uh, they hit me back up pretty quick. Did they? Yeah. And you guys started in the springtime of 2017. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're still here. That's good. Still here. Yes. Yeah, I could go through the summer. And sometimes we um, put out an internship request for one marketing intern, and sometimes we get more than one qualified applicant, and we say, you know what? Let's just hire them both. They both right. have different skill sets, and both – bring quite a bit to the table and so we ended up hiring both of them because we couldn't we at the end of the day we couldn't really decide honestly mm-hmm. um between one or the other and so we just hired them both that's been great so uh did you do internships before you got involved in starting your own company no so you've you've totally done so, the opposite of them yeah it was back when i was in school getting an internship was not a requirement and so it is now at most schools, as you guys said. It is. It, I did not it wasn't know that. when I was in school. And so I worked uh, retail jobs to make money and to just kind of keep myself afloat while I was in school. Yeah. And I wish that I had worked an internship type of job instead of a, at the, the store of knowledge in the plaza. You remember that place? <laughs> <laughs> the KCPT <laughs> store of knowledge. I was the guy standing on the sidewalk flipping the, uh, the Hoberman sphere up in the air and trying to get people to walk in the door. So that's cool. Yeah. That was my internship, the the, the streets. <laughs> so now you guys have probably different backgrounds, uh, non-traditional and traditional, but why don't you take us through that? Because um, off-air, we were talking about kind of your pathways to this. Uh, Tyler, you're uh, a little older than uh, than Lauren is. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. <laughs> uh, tell us about that and why you decided to do this now. Yeah, so, so I'm 29. I'll turn 30 in October. Um, and I'm almost done with, so this is my first bachelor's degree. Um, I took just a weird road, uh, after high school and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, moved to Kansas city and got married. Um, and my wife is awesome. And she's told me, she encouraged me to go back to school. Um, so, so that I'm, story could have gone two ways and I was thinking it was going to go the other way. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, well, you you think say, it was I, I thought it was going to be like, I got married at a young age and I was doing something else. I've since moved on from my wife and <laughs> going back to school and doing these things. And I'm happy yeah. that it turned out the way yeah. it did. Yeah. The more encouraging of the two paths, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, I need to be more positive. Yeah. There you go. Jeez. Come on, man. <laughs> Bringing this party down a little bit. Come on. Okay. So ultimately like it's just going to be diff- more difficult for a 30 year old, like recent graduate to get a job anyway. Um, so 
and we have to do internships as it is just to get the experience on the resume. Um, and I really wanted to work for a place that's Kansas City based, um, smaller and reactor was just the perfect alignment right there. When did you starting, start wanting to do this kind of work? Um, so, so it's, it's sort of, so I went to art school originally and dropped out of art school. And then whenever my wife t- told me to start to pursue a degree, I started a philosophy degree, mm. um, which no, no, no offense to the philosophy majors out there, but I wanted a job eventually. So you didn't uh, want to be a professor. Or yeah. A, uh, art and writer. philosophy married, I think is, is marketing. I, I think the philosophy of like why we do what we do and buy what we buy and sell what we sell. I think that's marketing applied. Um, so I'm just progressively getting more employable, essentially. That's awesome. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a good story. You know, you <laughs> Clifton, you don't you don't see that routinely, but it's good to see. Nope. Yeah. And I like that concept, the uh, philosophy and art is marketing, right? Basically, and that that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, for what you we, guys as do. marketers, we are philosophers, we are we're all kinds of things. We put ourselves in some really unique situations and trying to understand what the consumer is going to want or need and how we can push that out to them. And, and we do that with art and philosophy and all kinds of things. So mm-hmm. yeah. Good point. And Lauren, you, uh, you went the traditional route. Have you always wanted to do this and get into the marketing world and branding? Yeah. I mean, I think it's something that I kind of started, I grew up loving photography and it was something that my mom like got me into right away. So mm-hmm. I was kind of exploring that. Didn't think of it too much as like a major or something I should pursue, but the more, um, kind of like Tyler, uh, teachers and mentors, like, um, guiding you along that way, I realized, you know, with like business with journalism backgrounds, things that I've done with that, that I can make a good living doing something that I love. So mm-hmm. the more that I've looked into it, the more excited I am to have this experience and be around. these. Now, is this people. your uh, first internship? Um, no, I've had some other ones um, in the Lawrence area. So I've also worked at a radio station. I've worked at the UDK paper doing all sorts of stuff kind of along that path. But I think this is one of the first ones where I feel more integrated in the real world and working with the clients that they have and just all that um, cool experience. So what do you guys get out of this Clifton having great interns working with y'all and, and your team? Because they seem like yeah. they got their stuff together. So I... I personally always say that what we get out of it or what I get out of it is having some really young people in our office who are not jaded by working in the real world yet. Um, And it's true, right? As you, as you start working in the real world, especially in design or marketing or, or branding or whatever it is, uh, the more times you get told no by a client, the more, jaded you can be and the less um not the less creative you can be but i think you tend to want to discount an idea too soon or mm. sooner mm. than you would and so for us interns on the marketing side and the design side is a really big deal because we get and are able to experience these really big ideas that are that are very um lofty and a lot of times we even look at them and say, yeah, the client will never go for that, right? But the fact that it's out there is what we need and is something that helps us as a company in its entirety. Our our employees, we have no problems coming up with really big ideas. We do that every day for our client. But I think our interns that we have in-house are a big part of that in, in, in terms of helping us um, just be more open and free and not have to worry about what we're thinking and just you know, every big idea eventually leads to something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I personally like about it is that piece of it. And then just, um, 
the younger the people are in the studio, the younger I feel. <laughs> frankly, <laughs> as I'm starting to get older, and I I feel like I'm hanging out hanging out with people that are a lot younger than it's me. Weird, and that's it's weird awesome. when you start to get older, right? Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. 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 So, so what do you guys? uh, What do you think of the culture over at uh, Reactor? Do you enjoy the uh, the setting and the? I know you guys have a lot of First Friday events. Tell us about kind of working there. We got about a minute left in this segment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I love working with everyone. It's such a fun environment, and they have all sorts of activities going on all the time, and all sorts of projects. So um, stuff like First Friday, we get the chance to work with vendors, kind of hang out with one another, and get to see all of our um, all of our hard work put into place for the community. Nice. For me, it's been really cool to step into a space that isn't all that different from the culture I experience at school. So like, um, there, there's not a huge culture shift of having to tuck my shirt in and put a tie on or anything like that. I'm still able to ex- like experience life in a creative and like free realm. Um, so that, that's really appreciated and a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You guys shop at the same uh, location? I'm uh-huh. noticing your shirts today. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Now I know why Apparently. you guys, now I know why you guys get along. That's right. <laughs> Tyler and Lauren, uh, appreciate you guys coming into the studio today. Uh, really cool what you're all up to. And Clifton, uh, we'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation. Thanks for joining us. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Hope you've enjoyed this show so far today. You're listening to 980 AM KMBZ or you are listening via iTunes or Stitcher as well as on GrillNationShow.com. Appreciate you joining us uh, and sticking with us today. I hope you're having a great summer so far as we've kicked off summer. And one of the things on this show we like to do is we like to talk about new, cool, fun places, restaurants, bars, whatever you want to talk about. We kind of always think that's really important to the show is, is, is the culture aspect and what Kansas City has going for it. And Clifton, who's my guest uh, today, Clifton Alexander, uh, supporter and friend of the Grill Nation show, uh, has some favorites. And he has, uh, want to talk a little bit about food in this segment, well, aren't we? Yeah. We're going to mix it up a little bit. We're yeah. going to, we're going to take the focus off the internship program. Yeah. And we're going to talk about food. So my, here's, before we even get really started, my whole thing is with food is that I am not a, what you would call a foodie, air quotes. Um, but I like to consider myself a foodie related to, um, inexpensive food. <laughs> if that makes any sense, okay. right? So street food, street food, hamburgers yeah you, know, you still like haven't taken me to food, that place we're gonna whatever. i know we're gonna go there we're gonna I go went there. there yesterday for dinner it was good okay next um, month bar next food month that sort of thing like like i know i love really really amazing high quality food but most of the time it's not at a fancy high dollar place with tiny portions it's usually like street tacos or amazing handmade burgers that are five dollars stuff like that so i'm a foodie of a different kind if that makes sense, <laughs> okay right? a local yeah, uh, yeah. A low price foodie, <laughs> low price, high quality foodie, not a, like not a high price. Foodie. We need, we need to know where we need to go then. So, uh, you obviously are a taco guy. I'm a big taco you, guy. You, you've talked about that on the air. You're a yep. taco freak almost. I am a taco freak. Um, I eat a lot of tacos. I eat anything taco related, but this is what I always tell people. My favorite taco place, El Camino Real in downtown KCK, but I also really like certain types of tacos at places like Taco Bell. 
like I said, I'm not a, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna discriminate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> eat wherever something tastes really good to me, yeah. right? If and you like tacos, sometimes you it's like Taco tacos. Bell, and sometimes it's uh, <clears throat> El Camino Real, right? So, do you ever have bad tacos? If you love tacos, do you ever go to a taco <laughs> place? No, no names on this one, but yeah. you're just like, oh, that was terrible. Um, I will say, I haven't. I don't know that I've had a bad taco per se, but I have had really overpriced tacos that sound a lot better than they actually are. Than they taste. Yeah. So there are some places in town that are what I would call maybe like the really fancy high dollar taco places. And I don't tend to like those because they sound really good and they end up not being that great or they're kind of bland, but they're very expensive. What is a high dollar taco? I'm curious about that. Three, four bucks a taco. Three, four bucks a taco. Versus your El Camino Real that's a dollar fifty or a dollar on Wednesday. And I would say I would put the El Camino Real taco any day up against any taco in the country. Really? At a dollar at a buck a piece. So that is yeah. I got, you that's know, that's I, kind I of think, my point of what I was saying earlier about. I think I've had the El Camino Real taco, yeah, but yeah. I haven't had it in a long time. Yeah. So we'll go there as well. Okay. So it's a dollar dollar fifty. Okay. So uh, obviously that's that's one of your top taco places. Yes. Is it open? They're open all the time, man. They they open at like ten thirty in the morning. If you want to start eating lunch at that hour, <laughs> <laughs> they're open um, until one or two in the morning on Saturdays. I think Fridays, Saturdays. So if you if you're KCK, uh, downtown KCK. Boulevard. So if you're rolling out of Seventh uh, Street Casino, okay. in the middle of the night, <laughs> and you need something to eat. You can you can go over to El Camino Real and get something. Okay. Yeah. I happen to know the family pretty well too. I've been going there for so long and I've just I've really gotten to know the the father who's essentially the the patriarch over the over the empire of El Camino Real and um his two sons work in the business, the daughter in law. They're they're a big family operation there. I've gotten to know all of them and their story is really, really neat and they make really amazing food. Interesting. And it's called El Camino Real. Yep. They even have a restaurant. Which stands well, for the real way, if you, if <laughs> yeah. you translate it, yeah. which I just did. They had the guy, the dad, back in the 70s, started a taco restaurant in Mexico City. And um, that restaurant still exists, and I have eaten there. Really? Yes. So, you really are a, a bit person. of a serendipitous moment when I was working in Mexico City a few years ago. I happened to be working near where their location was, and so I you had, had tacos there. So of I course. Had to go. Yeah. Were they good? So, they were really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Other places. So, um, there are, it can't just a, be about well, Taco Real. Okay. It El can't Camino be about Real. El Camino Real. Here's what I'll tell you though, is anywhere you go, you can find good local food, even in Johnson County, right? One of the biggest issues that I, that I feel is sort of plaguing Johnson County is everything out there for the most part is, um, chain uh, franchise type restaurants, right? Some of them are very good, very good. Some of them are just kind of okay. And a lot of them are not that good, right? But there are some really nice, awesome hole in the wall places in Johnson County too. For tacos, there's El Fagone, which is off 105th and Metcalf. That's one of our favorites. It's kind of by our house. Um, McLean's Market is really amazing. A brand new shop that popped up off the road. Have you ever been there? I've driven by it many times. We have some clients out there. Yeah, and, and that offices. place is amazing. Is it's it, not a hole it? in the wall. I wouldn't call it a hole in the wall. I would call it a, it's a, it's brand a family new. owned. It's brand new, but it's a family owned thing. It's inside of an old quick trip. They made it really, uh, look really nice, but it's, a, it's kind of a fancy, uh, market slash, um, food place. And, and the food's, the good. food's a little bit, um, 
higher end, I guess, but it's, it's really good, um, good quality, fresh, local kind of food and that sort of thing. So you can find those things even in Johnson County. Um, I've probably been to most of, most of the <laughs> little one-off, uh, owned places. I've probably also been to all of the franchised places too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, we, we eat out a lot in my family and, um, I eat lunch out almost every day at work. Which is too, unique. So. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, you know, honestly, at home, we get so tired and bored of doing dishes and things like that, that we just, let's go out to eat again. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> right? Okay, sounds good. So what are your favorites? What are your favorites near you? Um, uh, with, with the family, we go to Red Robin a lot. Red so Robin. Franchise, it is what it is, but you know what? They have good quality food and freaking bottomless fries, and they're amazing. <laughs> And you could eat those fries all day long. My kids love the mac and cheese, and it's bottomless. They've done some things that are really different, I think, in that space, where they've said, you know, there's an old uh, book that I read called, um, uh, I think the book was called Just Give Them the Pickle. And um, the whole concept was in business, sometimes you just have to give your client that pickle that costs five cents or something as a restaurant, for example, instead of trying to charge them for it. And the author of the book was going through this, analogy that um he was trying to eat at a restaurant he just wanted a pickle with a sandwich and the the restaurant was trying to charge him 50 cents for the pickle and he's like come on man it's just a freaking pickle and so the idea is in Hmm. business sometimes it's okay to just give people things especially the things that don't cost that much or that's you know like when taco bell throws in 900 packets of hot sauce like (laughs) like you don't need that nobody will ever need that much hot sauce but they do it because then you're not walking away thinking, man, I didn't get enough hot sauce, right? It's cheap. It's easy. It's just kind of giving them A lot them of people the don't do that. Right. I mean, and a so, lot of Right. People. Subway is famous for not giving people napkins and weird things like that, right? So the concept is just, just, give, them, just give them a pickle, right? So Red Robin, they say, you know what? People love these fries. They're going to go there just for the fries or whatever. And so let's just give it. I don't, we don't care how many fries you eat. You're also going to order a burger. You're probably going to get a shake. Your kids are probably going to get the mac and cheese, maybe two or three rounds of it. You know, I've um, never heard of bottomless fries ever oh yeah, at yeah. any any right. restaurant. And so it's, it's a it's a really neat thing. This is and the so, difference between us. I have no kids, so I've never <laughs> right. been to I've never been <laughs> right. to a Red Robin. Right. But if you try. don't, but it, but here's the thing too: if you don't like fries, they introduced um, now you can do their um, broccoli, bottomless broccoli. You can what? do orange, mandarin oranges. You can do a, a whole bunch of things on their menu that you'd normally get as a side. So they're offering those for health yeah. conscious. And people. they will also they will also if you make your order they will bring them out to you before your order even gets there as like an appetizer. So they're there again, they're saying to the, like I go to red Robin, I never order an appetizer. And even though they have them on the menu because I use the fries as the appetizer, they're saying that it's okay for me not to order an appetizer because I'm there in the restaurant spending money. And that's really what they're after. Mm-hmm. They're, they want me there and they've understood that concept. And I think they get that better than most. most this places. goes back to your full-time job marketing. Yes. And branding and design work, right? <laughs> exactly. That's what See, it's all about. A guy like me wouldn't think about it, all of these things. That's right. But you have the background that makes you really yep. think about all yep. the different things business. We're thinking are doing. about it all the time, constantly. Mm-hmm. And what are those things that do that? And so that comes up in my studio from time to time, right? Where sometimes we need to throw a bone to a client just to continue that relationship or to further that relationship. And it's not about just giving away free work or doing one more round of revisions without charging them for it. It's about understanding relationships of clients and how important it is to have a long-term, long-time valuable client. Mm -hmm. The lifetime of that client is way more important to me than throwing an extra round of revisions or or throwing in something from here, here or there, right? Or throwing in an extra basket of fries 
every now and again. But I'll tell you what, we, we eat at Rod Robin probably two or three times a month. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's like the ultimate thing for a restaurant like that is what's your take? What's your take on a place in, like what? Okay. What's you know? your take on a place like Jimmy Johnson? I want to know what your take is. It's fast. It's, it is. And we, we love Jimmy John's. Expensive. Well, we used to love Jimmy John's. Um, <laughs> so they, till they charge you for the pickles. And well, then it's right. Right. They charge you for the pickles. We found out they were charging us pretty high rates just for the delivery. And then one day when we had ordered Jimmy John's, it took them over an hour to get our food. And we had already missed the meeting that the food was supposed to be coming for. And so we had to, oh, Tyler was part of that. Actually, it was his interview. (laughs) He came in for his interview and we hadn't eaten lunch yet because the lunch was over an hour late. So we were all like, well, let's just go to Grinders." And Tyler, Tyler's interview was at Grinders over lunch. Nice. Because Jimmy John's never showed up. So here's the crazy thing about it. Okay. We got another step. We haven't ordered Jimmy John's since then. Their entire philosophy is about quick, fast, whatever. They messed up really royally one time and it kind of all of a sudden makes us think it's weird it's like it's like what if they mess up again this time yeah and we haven't ordered it since and and i feel bad in a way because it may not have been their fault i don't know what was going on right yeah. but just happened interesting yeah interesting clifton alexander reactor design studios reactorkc.com he's on twitter at cliff bow uh we'll be right back after the break with more grill nation thanks for joining us today Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. I appreciate you sticking with us on the show today. You're listening to 980 AM KBZ as well as potentially on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or GrillNationShow.com. My guest today has been Clifton Alexander. And our final segment, Clifton is from Reactor Design Studios, a great company here in Kansas City. Very creative guy. Uh, his website is reactorkc.com. I'd check it out if I were you. Uh, tell your friends. We're also talking about food today. Food and, and getting uh, people pickles. Yes. <laughs> we did not expect to get into the pickle <laughs> no. debate. Um, okay. So you got a couple more things you wanted to talk about. We talked a little bit about Mexican and, uh, food and, uh, breach the burger subject a little bit with Red Robin. I know there's another place called Big Bams that you really like. Oh, Big Bams. Um, mm-hmm. we ha- and that's close by here somewhat, right? It's, by the in, studio. it's in Shawnee uh, off of Neiman. It's my favorite burger place in all of town. It's, you know, $5 burgers. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going there at some point. We'll, we will go there. Uh, I drove by it once just to see where it was. Yeah. Um, it's a little, get, another little hole in the It was, it was closed. It was like a late, it was uh, after a city council meeting. It was pretty okay. late. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, Interesting though. We're going to check that out. It's another whole wall. Uh, downtown, you guys are officed in the crossroads. What are your, what yeah, are your we, down there? so every, um, we go to lunch a lot as a team. And then every single Friday, we bring lunch into the office for everybody. And we have a, we have a big team lunch and kind of a nice, uh, rah, rah, you know, rally around what's going on in the company with all the different projects we're working on. And, um, we, we talk about all kinds of things, right. And we just hang out and have, have a meal, break bread together, so to speak, right. Uh, we're big believers in that kind of concept. We've talked about brainstorming over food. Really, really everything in my life seems to revolve around food. Somehow, <laughs> right? uh, somehow it does revolve around food. Um, but one of the coolest things about being in the crossroads is we are within walking distance of some of the, some of the most awesome 
restaurants right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and many of them are very hole in the wall places like the brick. Have you ever been to the brick? I have. Yes. Yeah. So right. So there. it's just like, it's just kind of a dive bar and it's just random off the street and good, in good the burgers, crossroads, but burgers. their food is amazing. Yeah. You know, it's very high quality, fancy food. Um, in a bar like setting grinders, of course, everybody knows about grinders. Um, we've got a bunch of new stuff opening up really, really high, fancy high dollar stuff. Really? Um, uh, Corvino Supper Club opened up. I just knew across about that. The we had him on the show. From us, yeah. That um, is across the street from you. Yeah. Um, of course, there's the, the old, uh, standards, Michael Smith and Extra Virgin and those types of places. But, uh, we have just about every cuisine you can imagine down there in the crossroads. It's all within walking distance mm-hmm. and, and or a quick pickup and delivery back to the office. And, um, we like to find a different ish place every week to bring food in and, um, wherever we go, but it's, it's a great, and there'll be a new, new taco so, shop by you. And we are, oh, yeah. So I'm reserving my, uh, I'm reserving my, um, probably expensive, my tacos. excitement. I'm reserving my excitement for, for the Mission Taco Joint until I've actually tried it. Um, I am very excited that Mission Taco Joint is, is opening up right literally two blocks from our office. It's kind of a dream come true to have a taco <laughs> shop in the office or in, in the, in the crossroads right by our office. But, uh, you know, but like I said, I, I've never had their tacos. I've heard they're really good. I know they're, they're trying, trying to be more of the street taco type stuff, which is, which is my favorite kind. And, um, we'll see. I'm rever- reserving my judgment until they open. Well, it should be any day it, now. Oh, it really? It's it, yeah. I mean, it. they're close. They're, I think, I think they were going to open in late the, what, May, what building are they close. in now? They're in the building that's uh, it's right next to Grinders, kind of next to Grinders, just to the west. Um, there's also a, a beer hall opening up in the same building. It's the building that was partially collapsed. There's a lady <laughs> yes. that yeah, I remember. I, I worked I worked down the street when that car yeah, hit that place. Yeah, she was evading the the police high speed chase wherever <laughs> she ran on the side of the building and it partially collapsed. So they've they've rebuilt that corner of the building and made a big glass entry and it's really cool. It's really cool. drive by and check that yeah, out. It's very cool. So that should be opening up pretty soon. Um, very much looking forward to that. The one thing the crossroads seems to be missing though is that quick service fast casual kind of place every single literally every single restaurant on the crossroads is a sit-down service restaurant so and that's probably by design go, that's by design zoning designs maybe is people it, don't want people don't want fast food places yeah and i i don't even, it doesn't even need to be fast food right it could be like a chipotle style place like like it doesn't have to be a fast food like with a drive-through like a burger king right it could be something that's like a local version of of a fast casual where you walk up to the counter they make it in front of you and you walk out the door or you just go sit down and you eat really quick. You don't have to deal with tips. You don't have to deal with all that stuff. That's the thing that I think is really missing because there's so many people that work down there and live now, now and live. But even, even, even for the, like for the lunch crowd, like that's what we need is we can't go and sit down and spend an hour and a half at lunch every single time we want to go out for lunch. So that's the biggest thing that we're missing down there, but I'm sure. I'm sure somebody's working on something. <laughs> Every time a building goes up for sale, it 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 uh, sells pretty quick, and then well, you hope so. And so. it's just can can yeah. is the city going to support that? That's always the issue. You know, they don't so want, far so good, right? They I don't mean, want they don't um, want um, drive throughs. I know that. I know, and that's fine. I don't need it to be a drive through, you know, because I can walk there, right? Yeah, and that makes sense. But thinking about coffee shops, for example, right? We we have always had um, Mildred's pretty close by and PT's Coffee pretty close by. Then thou mayest opened, and then now the roastery opened, and now um, the uh, messenger coffee is opening pretty soon. 
And then there's a, a coffee inside the bakery that's on 20th and Main. And then there's, you can get coffee at Biz and Wheezy's at 18th and Wyandotte. You know, like there, there are literally six or seven coffee shops we could hit within two blocks of our office. Mm. I always, I'm not a coffee drinker. So I always wonder how in the world do they all stay open and they're all busy all the time. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's amazing. It amazing. is awesome. Um, but yeah, we got, we got every coffee shop you can imagine and. I want to I want to touch briefly. We're talking to Clifton Alexander yeah. about uh, taking clients to lunch. Oh Just man, take me I love that. Yeah, I love taking clients to lunch. It's one of my favorite things to do. I do it all the time, and um, I don't ever. It's very rare that you'll ever see me at a fancy place with a client. So even if this is a client from a bank or a client in a suit, we actually had banker clients come in town from out of town to visit with us, and we took them to our favorite hole in the wall taco shop. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is is no matter who you are, you would appreciate really good quality food, right? No matter where it comes from. And so if I am the validator of this hole in the wall place, then it, then it, it makes the person sort of feel like they now have an in on this little hole in the wall place that nobody's ever heard of mm. type of thing. Right. Mm. And so you become, you become the expert in the food and you become the person who's letting them in on a little secret, so to speak. And so I always take my clients to places like that. Because it gives them a sense of discovering something new and interesting. And after they leave that, and like I said, I've never had a single person ever tell me that they have not been back with their friends the very next day. So they didn't <laughs> Pretty look, much they didn't the look down upon you. Ne- they never do. And in fact, a lot of times they seem to appreciate it and they invite their friends. And the next time I see them, they go, oh my gosh, that very next weekend I took my family there and we went two days in a row type mm. of thing. I, like, I hear that all the time. Wow. Um, because like it's I said, it's so like you're different. letting him in it's on so a little secret. It's so different than what the playbook tells you. It's totally different, right? Uh-huh. But I'm not the kind of guy who's like, I am but you, the you got to remember too, of, though, in your world and in, in marketing and design, sure. you know, you're the, sure. you're, but you're I'm the still expert. taking, but I'm still taking bankers and lawyers and those types of people mm-hmm. and, and PR people. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm taking those types of people to those places. And it's, um, what's a good in between for you then? If you didn't want to take them to Al Camino or Hula 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 something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I figured you were going to say something like a West Side local type. Oh, level. well, yeah. I, but Where remember what I said get... earlier about how I don't love food that's like really foodie food? Yeah. Like really high end foodie food because yeah. I, I, too many flavors and yeah. Yeah. I get, I get real weirded too, out by too that. Too many different things too in, many the, different in the burger. Things going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want like a burger that's really amazing. I don't need it to have radishes and all kinds of weird things. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> or ingredients I, I can't pronounce I or I've never heard of. Yeah. Well, so. I am excited for you to take me to lunch sometime. We need to go right. to lunch like two or three times. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I'm fired <laughs> up right now about all these places. Clifton Alexander, Reactor Design Studios, contributor to the Grill Nation show. Great guy, great company. Check it out at reactorkc.com. Also available on Twitter at Cliff Bow. Uh, great guy and uh, creative Chuck Norris of Kansas City. Thanks for yeah. joining me again today. You're very welcome. And uh, we'll see you again next month. All right. Thanks for listening to Grill Nation. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. 